Hello and welcome to Bougie Adjacent. I'm Amanda Lauren. I am a Forbes contributor. I'm an interior design expert. And if you like reality stars, influencers, and celebrities talking about life at home, design, lifestyle, and all the other stuff that happens behind the scenes, you are in the right place. It is so great to have you today. Before we get started, if you like this show, do me a solid. Subscribe, rate, five stars only, review, um, or share with a friend. You can follow me on Instagram at It's Amanda Lauren and on Twitter at Amanda Lauren. Um, all of this is in the show notes because who wants to look this up? That's kind of annoying, right? Um, we have such an exciting show for you today. I interviewed Ashley Waller from The Hills New Beginnings. Let me tell you, she spills the tea all over the place. We had to mop it up. I had to call in a freaking cleaning crew when she was done because there was tea everywhere. Um, this was actually such a great episode in all seriousness. Um, what I thought was really interesting is that I don't want to say like she gets a bad edit because that's so cliche, but girl gets a bad edit. She, I was so surprised that she, this woman radiates positivity. Maybe it's because she has, she's a new mama to um, Wyatt Waller and she also has a daughter, Delilah. Um, and we talk all about his gorgeous nursery on the show. It's super cool. You know, speaking of how things are perceived on television versus real life, um, you know, you would think, oh, she's a reality star. She's just going to hire an interior designer. No, she did it herself. Not every place she purchased um, all of the items for the room were, were expensive. Um, and she just shares some great tips for anyone trying to do a nursery or a kid's room right now. I was really surprised at how smart and resourceful she was when she when it came to this, especially during COVID. Listen, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I'm trying to redo, some, redo something right now or I have a home improvement project. Yeah, it's been delayed for everyone else too. Everyone else has to wait months and months and months for their sofas, for their beds, for their cribs, for their furniture. It's been a nightmare with COVID. Um, and I mean, and listen, and if you're doing a home improvement project, you know that this is really a first world problem right now. That being said, that being said, we did this as an interview for Forbes and photos of the nursery are in a Forbes article. Again, linked in the show notes. Don't pull over your car. Don't look at it while driving. Don't drive into a brick wall. Please don't drive into a brick wall. I want you to stay safe. Also, so you can download more episodes. Um, speaking of which, like I said, if you like reality stars, go back. Um, I had on Patricia Alchul from Southern Charm. I've had on Giselle from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Lots of interesting episodes to listen to. And this one, I would say, is definitely one of the most interesting Um if you missed it, in case you missed it, Spencer really, um, really bashed the show on the Juicy Scoop podcast, saying it wasn't watchable, all of these things. And Ashley didn't think that was nice. And her response is pretty incredible. And I think actually not what I expected to hear from her. So I'm not going to spoil anything, but I will let you listen in and hear that. Um, I also want to say this too. I was actually on the show this season. I ended up getting cut out, but I was on the episode with Caroline DeMore and I interviewed her and I did a whole thing um, on camera. And 
what I wanted to say is this, listen, it took, this was not an easy show for anyone to shoot. It took 14 months for them to shoot the show. They had to stop and start because of COVID. The protocols were very, very strict. I had to get COVID tested before the show, as did anyone who's been on the show, had to get COVID tested. There were compliance officers on the set, all of that. So if you're wondering, and if you're wondering why everything seemed to be filmed outside this season or most things, um, that's why. But it was really, it was actually really cool. I'm very much a fan of the show. So it was very cool to be a part of it. Um, to go on and it was just a fun honestly when I filmed that I hadn't been out in a while so it was just like it was so much fun to go on Uh, also speaking of Caroline DeMore I did interview her in a previous episode so if you want to go back and listen to that that's a great episode too Um, again oh before I get started very quickly I just want to thank Lisa Landers of Swirl Boutique for setting up this interview um she's a mutual friend of mine she styles me she styles Ashley she styles Audrina for the show she was actually on this season as well we talk a bit about that but they cut her out um if you want to know where all the Hills girls and where the Bachelor Nation girls and where Emily Simpson from Real Housewives of Orange County shop it's Swirl. It's a great store. They have three locations and everything is online. It's surprisingly reasonably priced and just beautiful stuff hand curated by Lisa. We love her. Thank you so much. Swirl Boutique is also linked in the show notes. Okay, I'm going to shut up. I know you're here for Ashley. Here we go. Bougie adjacent with Ashley Waller. Again, thank you so much, Ashley, for doing this. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for being here. Um, th- first of all, congratulations on Wyatt. I saw him make his TV debut this week in the last few minutes of The Hills. And oh my God, what a gorgeous, precious bundle of love. How are you doing, Mama? Thank you so much. I'm actually adjusting really well. It's so funny because everyone had finished filming before I had had Wyatt and then I had had Wyatt when I was supposed to finish wrapping up my confessional interviews and they kept trying to get me in and I'm like I can't like I just had the baby and so I'm like when is a good time that was he was two weeks old when I went in there (laughs) and I look back and I'm like oh my gosh what a great moment and I feel like it's so full circle to have seen him our whole entire ups and downs trials and tribulations of losing a baby and then getting pregnant in the beginning of the season and then at the end having it be like the the wraparound of like the whole story. So I feel so grateful. I mean, you know, two kids, they, my therapist told me like, you, you never know what it's like having one kid is one thing, but like, you're not really a mom to have two kids, which is like, <laughs> like people probably hate that I say that, but it is a whole different ball game having two kids. It's a lot of work, but it's amazing. It is amazing. I mean, I just thought, well, I was reading that you, it took 14 months to film this, this season because uh, COVID having to stop and start. Yeah, it was crazy. We started filming two Februarys ago and then (laughs) before COVID. So we were filming for like almost a consecutive month and then we got shut down and then we were shut down for maybe six months and then we got back up and running again and then we would get shut back down. And then we get back up and running again. And then we consecutively, like, from October through, what, 
February, well, like a whole October through whenever I finished filming kind of June is when we wrapped. Yeah. It was, it seemed bonkers and it seemed like the whole season. I mean, listen, it was a great season, but like, I also look at this as someone who is a reality TV connoisseur and I'm like, those poor producers just Everyone, it just, I'm like, the whole season seemed like a vacation, even though obviously it's work when you're doing the show, but it's like, we'll just take them somewhere where we can isolate them and we'll put them all together. Like, there wasn't that much of your daily lives. And I felt like in the first, the first seasons of, the first season of Hill's New Beginnings, there was a little bit more like shooting at home. Yeah. Which is so funny because I do feel like all we did was shoot at home. Like, we shot at our house a lot. But, you know, when you have so much content and you have to put it down to, like, an hour of an episode and there were only 12 episodes, a lot of stuff ended up getting cut out. And a lot of scenes that were at our house were cut out, you know? So I think a lot of us did film at our homes because it's the only place we could film. So we would go from, like, I would have – we would have, like, an event at my house. Then we would have an event at Audrina's house. Then we would have an event at – we'd have something Yeah. We really only could film at houses. And then we did the two trips – So because of the fact that, like, I think they really wanted to get, you know, they got a lot more content, I think, on those trips. That's what they had to use the most because, you know, we were all together. All the camera crews were there. Whereas, like, there's not as much stuff that can be filmed at our houses if not the whole cast is there. It's, like, small clips. So. Yeah, no, I mean, I was very disappointed that I was cut out. Although you can see me. Someone told me that she did see me in one scene at Caroline's party, but I did like a whole Forbes. And I'm like, they could have put in 10 seconds with like the Amanda Lauren Forbes at like the bottom. Come on. You know what? There were so many things. I, I mean, it's like even Lisa was on it this year. And she, the whole entire scene got cut out, which was such a bummer That's- because – she has been such an instrumental part in both seasons. She's dressed me for both seasons with her boutique, Swirl Boutique, and I'm so grateful for her, which is how you and I connected, Amanda, is through Lisa. And she It will be linked in the show notes for anyone listening. Lisa dresses everyone from the show. She's amazingly talented, and everything is available online. So the link will be in the show notes, so you should definitely shop from Swirl. Yes, 100%. Well, Adrena set up a whole shopping um, like one-on-one shopping thing at her house. And so Lisa and um, Sydney came over and they brought like clotheslines of clothes. And so they styled me and Audrina. We were supposed to be, we were getting styled for Palm Springs, but they ended up cutting out the whole entire thing, which was such a bummer. So yeah, it's a lot of editing. Like that's the fun part is getting, st- like I'm sure of being on reality TV is that like, of is you getting styled by Lisa and you know all of those fun things and it's like that is kind of the real part of your life and I feel like something like that would have been so much fun to see also because Lisa's fun yeah I'm I there's so many things I wish that they would have shown but it's okay you know I get it they're making a show they have to like cut to the things that are gonna go you know. No, of course. So let me ask, what is it like, even though they didn't show much at home, what is it like when someone is shooting a TV show in your home? Because I asked Caroline about this and, you know, her answer was sort of interesting, but what, what is it like for you? Do you make everything look perfect? Do you style things? How does that work? I mean, I make sure my house is clean, but I don't <laughs> style. I don't have like someone to come in and style my stuff. If you notice a lot of my home scenes, I'm not even wearing makeup because I just don't 
care unless we have to go to something in the afternoon whereas like sometimes the night events I like to get my makeup done so I'll I'll have gotten it done so like in one of the scenes I was laughing because I'm wearing like really casual clothes and I have fake eyelashes on and it just makes me feel so like unauthentic to who I am because I would never have a full face of makeup on in my own house but we were going to like the, like, we're going to the tiki thing that night but it is funny yeah I mean it's I mean, my husband and I are really comfortable. Like it just feels very normal for us to be having a conversation together in our own home. There are cameras, they do have to be set up. So, you know, we, we kind of have an idea of what we're going to have to not have to talk about, but it's basically anything we would have talked about before we just do it on camera. So if something's coming up that night, we'll talk about, okay, like, how are we feeling about the tiki party? But we wait to have those conversations until the cameras are up so that it seems off, it's, it's real. You know what I mean? It's not of like a, 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 we're reading a script, but we know, okay, we're going to the tiki party tonight. This is what happened. We were just in Tahoe. Shit's going to be really weird. So let's talk about how weird this is going to be. Okay. Cameras are rolling. How do you feel about tonight? Mm, feeling a little awkward. I don't know. I'm not really sure I want to see everybody, but that's really how we feel in the moment. And it's nice because he's my husband, so we can have those conversations. They just happen to be on camera. Well, let me ask, speaking of on-camera things, is the beef solved with you? Is it, are you truly at peace with the whole Spidey incident from this season? You know what's so funny is after we, we really tried the whole entire time to have a conversation with them because we wanted it to be, we wanted the air to be cleared. It was so awkward with the group the whole entire end of the season because people were feeling like they had to pick sides, which is not what we wanted. But obviously, that's kind of how it became naturally when yeah. friends were fighting. You're like, well, we can't invite both friends because we don't want them to fight in front of us. So, you know, we'll pick one person here. We'll not invite this person there. And it just became kind of like alliances in a weird way. Um, and in the end, when we went up to them, we, every time we tried to talk to them, they knew that we were going to go and try and talk to them. And I think they thought we were trying to attack them, which we were not. We were just trying to say like, Hey, thanks for inviting us. We really appreciate this trip. And every time they saw that we were going to go up to them, they ran like they did not want to have the conversation ever, ever, ever. So finally the final night, Jason and I were like, that's it. Like, we're just going to do it. Like, he was just grabbed my hand and he was like, go, like, as fast as he could because he was nervous. <laughs> like, bolt out. Like, we just need to finish this conversation so it's just done. Like, let's let bygones be bygones. Like, clear the air. So we went up and we said our, our piece and whatever. And um, and then that was it. And then I remember Heidi afterwards, after we'd had the conversation, she was like, okay, so after this, like, let's not, let's not, like, not be friends anymore. Like, let's, like, clear the air. Let's, like, really, like, move forward. And the next thing you know, I kid you not, is they literally, right when the show airs, talk about how much they hate us, how fake we are. Like, I, I thought the whole point was we we're not going to talk shit about each other after the show. And the first thing they do is go and talk horrible about me and Jason. So I guess that's where we leave it, right? I mean. I, I thought it was weird. I thought what they did was not nice. Like, I, I just felt, I you know what? Like, I thought would, because I listened to that. I won't say the pot. Ah, I'll say juicy scoop. I listened to the whole juicy scoop interview and I'm like, I just didn't think it was very nice of him. And very, as someone who's like into wellness and healing, it seemed a little judgy. It's, it, it honestly, it's kind of sad because when you hear about the things that they say about the show and how they, everyone's such a awful person and blah, blah, blah. And like all this stuff, it's, 
it's super frustrating because it doesn't matter what you say about the cast. Okay, you hate us. We're boring. We're not cool. Whatever. You're better. <laughs> you're we get it. But you're literally, t- you're saying these things and you're not hurting us because it's like, we don't really care what you say about us. You're hurting the people that are behind the scenes that have worked their ass off for 14 months on the show. That's yeah. good. Like if they don't get a third season, they might not get another job. So by you sitting there and just like reaming the show and talking about how horrible it is, it really hurts all the people in posts that worked so hard to edit it, that worked so hard to be there filming it. I mean, that's the thing that bothers me the most is like, here are all these people that have put their lives on the line, gotten tests every day, like been having to isolate from family members and everything else so that they could film a show that they're hoping to get a third season on. And you're sitting there saying, no, worst show ever. We don't want anything to do with it. New cast, new nothing, never coming back. It's like, okay, you can have all those feelings, but like, don't, don't discredit like all those people that work the hardest, which is not you because you're getting the biggest paycheck probably out of everybody in this cast so like don't 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 do that it's just bad timing like I wish they would just read the room a little bit more sometimes because it's just you're not hurting anybody on the cast you're hurting all those people that worked so hard to make the show no I I agree with you and I felt like like I said in the beginning it took 14 months to make this season. Everyone has had it with COVID. I mean, I've watched every reality show that's made in COVID. I've interviewed a lot of people that had to stop and start. And it's just like, it just has not been easy to sit there so people can sit on their couches and be entertained for an hour a week. It's yeah. just not, it's just not easy. It's not easy. And I will tell you, like, there were a lot of tears that went into this season from producers, from people working behind the scenes, you know, like it was... It was really difficult. We don't have the easiest cast to work with, you know, people that didn't want to show up, that didn't want to do this because they didn't have this or they didn't have that. It's like, okay, you know what? Like, we are all so privileged on this cast. Like, just show up for your effing job. Like, we're so grateful. Like, we should be so grateful we get to work during a pandemic. People don't even have jobs. People can't even get jobs. And we're sitting here complaining. Like, give me a break. I can't. It's just... No, I agree with you a thousand percent. Most people would love to be in their place, including former reality stars or anyone or, you know, in the place of anyone that's working in the crew. And the crew seemed lovely when I, you know, was on for five minutes. I'll tell you, I thought the crew was so nice. Everyone seemed super professional. Everyone was like masked. It seemed so uncomfortable for them. I mean, they literally had goggles, masks, everything. I mean... You have people that are on cameras that are holding like hundreds of pounds of weight on a camera. Then they're sitting there with full-blown goggles, with full-blown masks, yeah. with shields, trying to look through a camera to make a, a scene, you know, and it, it's not, it, they have the hardest job in the world. I mean, we just get to show up glamorized, like walking on camera and have conversations. Like we're so lucky, you know what I mean? Like these people are working their ass off, like trying to kill it to make a show great, you know? So... Yeah, that that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way that he was saying, like, such bad things about the show. It's like, okay, talk about the cast, whatever you want, but, like, don't shit on the show, like, you know. And it's a great show. It wasn't. So, whatever. It wasn't cool. So, let me ask, if there's going to be a third season, because no one knows yet, it hasn't been announced, so you think you'll do it? A hundred percent. I'd be open to it, yeah. I mean, I feel like this last season was awesome. I'd love to see 
you know, there's so many other facets of everyone's life that I'd love to see keep evolving. I'd love to see how Caitlin and Chris's relationship and their new baby is, you know, I'd love to see more of Justin. He's had like such a great storyline this season and I'd love to see him open up. So I'd like to see how that goes. If he finds a relationship, how that looks, I'd love to show more of our life. Um, I have a hair accessory line coming out that I've been working on for over a year that I'm really Wait. Tell me about it. I want to know about this. Yes. It's like a, a secret. You're actually the first person that I'm telling. <gasps> I'm yes. very honored. Yes. You're the first person. Um, yeah. I have been working on this. It's launching late September and it's called The Gold Collection by Ashley Waller and it is amazing hair accessories that are very luxury at like an affordable price and um, it's been a very, it's taken me over a year to make. So I sketched, designed everything and pieces are incredible. I'll send you some when they, you know. Oh my gosh. I would love them. I would love them. And you always have the prettiest hair on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you. You do. So speaking of pretty things, we must discuss Wyatt's nursery, which was just, it's such a pretty, now did you have a designer do it with you or did you do it yourself? I did not. I did it all myself. Wow. I am very impressed. So let me ask, what was the room used for before? So we actually just bought this house in October. So it was just an empty space. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. So this is the, wait, I feel like you've moved like three times since the show started. We moved a lot. So, well, you have to remember, we started filming like 2018. So, oh my gosh. yeah, we lived in, we've lived in two other houses and then we bought this house in October. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah. let me ask, what did you do to the room in terms of construction? Because I noticed the gorgeous, the gorgeous wainscoting and the chair rail. Did you add that? Was that there? That was already there actually. Um, which wow. was because I felt like it was the perfect place for a nursery. I love wainscoting on walls. It's like one of my favorite things. Me too. Um, I always knew I wanted wallpaper, which let's just say ordering wallpaper during pandemic is probably the hardest thing in the whole entire world because things get pushed back. <laughs> oh, no. It's every – I hear people talk about it to me all the time. Everything's delayed. Everything. So that wallpaper – was a mission. It's from Serena and Lily. And I have a very good friend, Kelly Nutt. She's a big designer in Orange County and she used to be a client of mine. And um, this wallpaper was literally backordered, backordered, backordered. And they kept telling me they didn't know when it was going to come. Well, this was like my whole entire vision. I really wanted to have this very like bohemian, eclectic, um, um, you know, safari kind of vibe. And I could not find it and I was really, really upset because they kept pushing it back and I needed this nursery to be done before, kind of like around before he was born because the wallpaper, I I didn't even know how wallpaper had to be installed, but my daughter's room has wallpaper also, like real Mm -hmm. wallpaper, not the peel and stick, but you have to smooth the walls out before you put the wallpaper on. So it's like a big process. The guy has to come in, smooth out the walls, takes a couple days, then put in the wallpaper and everything else. So my girlfriend, who's my client, Kelly, she had her assistant go all the way out to Northern California to get that wallpaper for me and came back. Oh, my God. I kid you not. It was like she's all hail Kelly Nut Design because she – I was so grateful. I was literally in tears because I was so happy that the wallpaper came in, which sounds so – it's a quality problem. So embarrassing, but – 
I was pregnant. No, but you you want it the way you want it. Also, it has to. You want everything to dry to be really dry before an infant is in, just because of like all the chemicals and the walls and the the paste and all that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we did that. I actually reused all the furniture from Delilah. All the pieces are Restoration Hardware Kids. Wow. Delina conversion crib, the conversion set. So that actually was Delilah's crib. And the dresser was Delilah's as well with the top. And I just changed out the knobs. They're resin knobs from CB2. Super cute. Um, And then the chandelier that I picked, which is like the orb, the rattan orb, that was... uh, uh, world market that I got. It used, there used to be a white really, and I got that rattan thing installed, and I love that piece. It's great. It's gorgeous. It's really, the piece it's like seventy dollars. So I'm a I'm a really big like budget finder. I love doing like expensive pieces and then mixing it with some other non expensive pieces. World market's great for that kind of bohemian vibe. So I loved a lot of those pieces. And um, the rug is from Rugs.com, which is one of my favorite sites that I found recently. These are all like non sponsored. I just this is like all stuff that I just love. Rugs <laughs> has been one of my favorite places to get rugs because you can just literally send them back. Like all you do is just go to the place and send it back, whatever you don't like. They just, whatever. It's so easy. And it's a very pretty rug. Very reasonable. You just get the thick mat and then you don't have to worry if something doesn't work out. I think that rug was under $200. And if something doesn't work out, you just, um, you can send it back or if, you know, heaven forbid it gets nasty in a couple, in a year or so, you just get a new rug. So yeah, the, the rocking chair too was Delilah's. I just added some, um, uh, um, home goods, new pillows to it. And there's, uh, in some of the pictures, I don't know if you can see, but there's this really beautiful elephant that's hand knitted that my cousin, I love the elephant. My cousin made that for me for my baby shower and she spent weeks making it hand knitting it. And I felt like that was such a beautiful piece to add to the room. It just felt so special. You know, it just gave me like a little piece of my heart. And then the mirror, um, was something that I got a long time ago that I just reused. So I love doing that. So that's really interesting that you just took the same, well, that you just took the same pieces. Was that, did you just love the pieces and you're just like, no, I want to reuse them for this and they're pretty gender neutral or were you just, or were you just like, I'm too lazy. It's, it's good. It's good enough to reuse. Like what was sort of your approach? Did you think you would reuse them when you had, when you had her? Like, was that sort of the plan? So I think the reason when I first got that Belina set, I was going to use it for Delilah all the way through because it can, it's a conversion set. So you can use it for a bed and it becomes a full while her room right now is too small. She has to have a twin bed in her room. So it won't fit. So I had the crib and I always loved it. I never really wanted to get rid of it. And I wasn't sure if we were having a girl or boy. And when we found out we were having a boy and I kind of started piecing together. Um, I love the app Unfold on um, on your phone because you can kind of mm-hmm. piece together things and it looks pretty the way you lay it out. So I started laying out pictures of what it would look like with like wallpaper and then using the same crib and different kinds of knobs. And I, I figured it is gender neutral. It's nice. And let's be honest, if I were to order another crib, who knows when I would have gotten it during that time because everything's been back ordered. And I don't even know if, even if I wanted to order a different crib, I didn't even know if it would have gone there in time. So that's no, that's, that's a very, very good point. Um, let me ask why elephants? Um, 
I love elephants. And you know what? I, my, I never made it into the picture and my mom hasn't brought it down yet, but my mom lived in Africa for two years when she was younger. And I was always fascinated with all of the things that she used to show me. She used to have these beautiful African dolls and she had this one lamp that was a giraffe that was hand carved wood. Um, and there were always these really beautiful pieces as a kid that I got to play with. And I always loved her stories of when she lived in Africa. She lived in Ethiopia and Kenya. And oh, wow. Yeah. My uncle was a historian and he was writing about the African culture. And so when my mom was 14, which is crazy, but that's kind of my, my grandparents are European. So it was very normal to take, just to go with your aunt and uncle and go travel across the world. But now I, I would never think that my daughter at 14, like go live with your uncle you know, <laughs> country, but what an amazing experience. So she used to tell me these stories as a kid that she would do her homework outside and there'd be elephants outside and giraffes eating from the bushes and the baboons were so mean and they would just throw fruit at her. And it was something I always loved hearing stories about. And so when I saw this beautiful wallpaper, it just reminded me so much of my mom telling me these stories as a kid. And I just loved it. The colors were so beautiful. It was very neutral. I felt like the 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 way that you could design it could be you know he could use it in his room forever or then you could turn it into an office and you know I mean the wallpaper is just so pretty so I I just really loved it and I think elephants are good luck that's what they say they are yeah so I love elephants they're so cute <laughs> it's also such a calming space do you feel it's important to have your home be a calming environment oh a hundred percent and that for sure shows with children, I think, with my daughter. I, I was not calm during my pregnancy or even after when she was born. And I noticed she was very colicky. She didn't sleep through the night till she was two. And with this pregnancy, wow. it was so different because I just felt so secure. I just kind of knew what was coming. I was very content and happy. And um, I think it, it really... I don't know if that's a real thing or not, but his demeanor is completely different than Delilah's and he's such a calm, sweet, kind baby. And that space I feel like is very fitting for him. So it just feels like a very good calming space for him. No, it just it just seems I don't know, like a very high vibe, very good space. What's now I'm curious to know what is the rest of the house like? I know I want I feel like I should give you guys a tour. Delilah's room is so cute. She has like this beautiful anthropology um wallpaper. It's very old school, which I love. I have wallpaper in my room when I was a little girl and <laughs> I always loved like um like Versailles. If you look at all the pictures of Versailles, the rooms all have this beautiful wallpaper and she has this really pretty chandelier from Pottery Barn Kids that has these really beautiful acrylic um actually I think they're glass like flowers all around it that matches her wallpaper. So Really oh, I feel like I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it somewhere. Yeah. I feel like it's like a popular one. Yes. Yeah, Let me ask, what did you learn from moving so much, and what did you learn from her room? I mean, obviously, you bought these pieces and you love, but like, was there something about arranging the furniture that was different in this room, or just something you carried over, like a lesson learned from decorating the first nursery to the second one? Um. You know, I didn't really, when we were living at our other place, I never really felt like it was like necessarily our long-term place where we were staying, whereas this is such our home that I really wanted to harbor that and make it like, okay, this is our permanent place, hence the wallpaper, because that is, 
that's like a dedication. It's like putting a ring on your finger. Like if you're going to wallpaper this room, you're going to be here. Yeah. (laughs) Because it takes a long time to get that wallpaper installed, I'll tell you. And let me tell you, to find people that wallpaper nowadays is not easy. Nobody. Oh, I know. It's a craft. And I found this guy, Maximus, who is the greatest wallpaper man ever. And I love him dearly because now my sister-in-law who's in real estate. Now it's becoming more of a thing where people are wallpapering walls. Instead of just the peel and stick, they want the real deal. Even the texture, the bamboo, where you get those beautiful bathrooms that have that textured wallpaper. It feels so great. It just feels really luxury. Um, so she's always like, send me your wallpaper guy. I need your wallpaper guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of what it what I felt like for the rooms. I think when I was picking the rooms between Delilah's and his, Delilah has two, she has like one secret walk-in closet, which reminds me of like, I always wanted a cool secret closet when I was a kid. And she has that. She has a closet that we, she has a regular closet that has like um, some built-ins in it and stuff that we had California closets do. But then she has this secret narrow closet um and I put her kitchenette in there and she has a bookshelf in there and oh so it's kind of like her little high like her little secret hideout and she also has a bench nook which I think is really fun and so when I looked at that room I thought it was more of an adult not an adult but an older kid space instead of having Wyatt have that room I wanted to have him have the other room because there was enough room for the rocking chair and it just felt more of a younger space for him so, and the light hits differently. She has the front room where she gets to see the sunset and enjoy it and sit on her book, you know, her bench nook and look outside, whereas he doesn't need that. So he gets the backyard. It's not like a view or anything. So, mellow. No, but I, well, I mean, like, infants don't really need a view. No, they don't. They just need, like, dark space, enough room to have, like, a dark out area and enough plugs to have a sound machine and... <laughs> Do you have any advice for moms that are, I still can't believe you did that room on your own because it really looks like an interior designer did it because it's just, it's pristine. So I really appreciate that. That means a lot to me because I love, I really do like decorating spaces. Um, and it's so funny because when Jason and I first met, he always was like, oh, everything's going to be like brown couch and, you know, like black pillows, like very bachelor. And I was like, eh. <laughs> no and he didn't he didn't understand like how I like to decorate and stuff until you know 10 years later finally I'm in charge of the decorating (laughs) (laughs) but yeah um I'm sorry I totally got off ranch with your question what would you say no no I no I like hearing this so so you've taken over the deck you do not allow him to pick out anything no he lets me do everything now like I trust you just do whatever you want I designed my daughter's bathroom everything and and now my sister-in-law wants to, like, I just take pictures and she's like, just order me the exact same stuff. I want the same bathroom. But he let me do all the designing for it because he just finally was like, you have great taste. So just you design it all. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, no, no, I get, I get that. It's, it's funny. Like I was redoing, we're in a rental, but I did some renovations to it because we were going to, well, now we're not going to be there for a while, but we thought we were going to be there longer. And my husband is just sitting there in the living room having a heart attack. And I'm like, you told me I could do what I wanted. I know. As like the guy is literally removing a closet and putting in a new one. (laughs) He was just, and I'm like, oh, you told me I could. So I... Do you follow, by the way, on Pinterest, like Amazon, ha- like things to buy off Amazon? There's like this great 
things. Don't. Oh, no, don't tell me. I'll buy more shit on Amazon. What is this? It is like genius for anybody, any homeowners, rental owners, anything. But it, it gives you all these different kinds of things that you did not know you needed for your home organization like shampoo like makes it look like a spa where you get like the shampoo bottles and they sit up against the wall like that are silver and then you have the pump I mean whole spa renovated I look at it all the time when I'm nursing why because I'm up at three in the morning (laughs) do you like while you're nursing him and just sort of like half awake do you order stuff from Amazon for the house because I do that and I'm not even nursing if I just like I'm sort of falling asleep Sometimes I do, yeah, because it's the only time I really get to, like, if if I'm feeling awake enough, then I will, yeah, but sometimes, like, last night I was pretty dead. I mean, I was just like, ugh, you know, <laughs> Instagram or whatever. So is that your advice for moms trying to make a cute nursery is to just Amazon <laughs> I mean, honestly, my, so my advice for moms that are trying to do a nursery is like, don't put so much pressure on yourself. Who knows how long the kid will be in your bedroom before they go into the nursery one. And two, there are so many great websites out there that have killer deals. If you're not willing, if you don't want to spend a ton of money on, um, cribs or, you know, uh, dressers or anything like that, there's always ways to take what you have for your first kid and reuse it for the next kid, which I love by changing knobs, changing sheets. It really can change a whole entire nursery. And, um, yeah, I mean, there's also one of the best things that I've done too is ask friends because a lot of times friends, they will use a crib for a short amount of time and then their kid will grow out of it or, you know, they have a crib from a while ago that they're storing. Um, I have a girlfriend right now that my, my son hates the swing, but she she has a daughter that's my daughter's age and she has a whole storage full of kid stuff. And so she's like, oh, I have a mamaroo. And I'm like, I don't want to go out and buy a mamaroo, you know, because I don't even know if my kid's going to like it because all babies are different. So I'm like, can I just borrow your mamaroo? Sure. Same thing with bassinet. Like, ask your friends, do you need this right now? If they have another baby, a lot of times friends will even let you buy, borrow cribs or, you know, which is great, especially if you're on a budget or even if it's during this time when you can't get something that you want right now, ask your friends. It's great. That is such good advice. Another question before we go, which is, I have to tell you, on TV, And on your YouTube, you seem a lot more serious. But like having this conversation with you, you seem like such, and I don't know if it's because you just had a baby, but you just seem like such a happy person. What is your secret? Like you just seem joyous. That is so funny because I swear to you, I tell Jason all the time, I'm like, why do they make me look like such a bitch? Like I swear. Why can't they show me like dancing and twerking with Heidi on the dance floor? Because that's really what's happening. Why do they have to make me look like, I think that's the role that they want me to be or something. Is this like mean, like person that's just a square? I don't know. I have a lot of fun and I'm very happy. I'm like a very happy person. My husband calls me a pop tart because I'm the person that's like (laughs) morning, like on my bike. Hey, good morning. Coffee's ready. So I appreciate that because... Yeah, I, on my YouTube series, obviously, sometimes I'm very serious because I'm talking about really serious matters, but I hope that people understand that I'm actually like a really fun, happy-go-lucky, bubbly person, so I'm not so serious and sad. 
You seem like so much. I'm like, now I know why you're friends with Lisa because Lisa's also fun. And I've like spent like a good amount of time with her and we've like gone out to like lunch and stuff. And I'm just like, I just totally imagined you to be very, very different. (laughs) I love it. Well, thank you. I mean, I'm going to take that as a compliment. No, no. I'm like, I hope you're not offended. No, no, you just you like radiate and that comes off more on a podcast or no one's going to see this video, but like seeing you on like the video of this. And I'm just like, wait, you're just so totally different. Thank you. I appreciate that. It is so funny though, because I do, I do tell Jason that a lot. I'm like, why are they making me seem like I'm so (laughs) angry all the time? Like, why am I always crying? Why am I always serious? I'm, find you, they just showed on the last episode, they didn't even show the funny part, okay? They showed me crying, I'm being vulnerable about stuff that I I was crying about really in real life, but after that scene, she talked about letting go of things and put me on a toilet in the middle of the park in Palm Springs while people were walking by and was talking about how you let go of your emotions when you go to the bathroom, like letting go of things. And she literally put me on a toilet in the middle of everywhere and we were dying laughing. The scene was hilarious, but they cut that out. They don't really like things that are that funny because in the first season too, I almost burnt down Frankie's house and they didn't air that. Wait, what happened? I was talking about what a good cook I was and I brought these, we did like a Friendsgiving and I brought these, um the yams like a yam casserole Mm -hmm. sweet potato casserole and I put the marshmallows on well I forgot that the marshmallows were on and I put them in the oven and the oven caught on fire I kid you not I almost (laughs) broke on his house and I was talking about like what a good cook I am I'm such a good cook and then all of a sudden there's flames coming out of the oven (laughs) and I can't even open the oven the oven locks okay and everyone is cracking up hysterical it was like a friends episode and they would not air it I think MTV likes all this serious stuff so serious I'm hoping if we get another season, they can show me having fun because Caroline and I always talk. We're like, you know, we're like the Italian girls. Like, let's do a trip to Italy. Let's like go wine tasting. Like, I want to have fun. I'm not pregnant anymore. Like, let's have fun. It's You even seemed fun when you were pregnant, like with the reveal and all of that. Like, you were fun. Like, that actually seemed... That was like the one time when I think they showed who you really were because you had like the coat and all of that. And I'm like, oh, like this is, but also like pregnancy is always, a pregnancy reveal is always such a happy thing. I'm like, now I'm thinking about it. There were two pregnancy reveals this season, which is sort of, which is sort of crazy. Yeah, I know. I'm like, it was so crazy. I had literally no idea Caitlin was pregnant until like that end of the very, very end of the season. Was she pregnant at Caroline's party? I don't know. I, that was way before. I, if she was, maybe she was, but I had no idea. I didn't even find out until the very end. It's because I was, cause she was wearing something and she was like very, very well dressed. And she's like, she's very, very pretty in person. And I like, and she was so skinny. And I'm like, oh, she's like, she's so skinny. I don't think she was pre- maybe or maybe it was just the beginning of her being pregnant I don't know because I don't know how they edit it versus like how they film it in that order I don't know it's like a little confusing yeah no that the way that it played out because they they ended up airing like our event Jason's event and Caroline's event on the same night but I think Jason's event was like a week before and then Caroline's event was a week after um I don't I don't know I really wasn't I'm sure I'm sure she was pregnant during that time she had to have been because she went to told anybody until after she was 12 weeks yeah, I don't know. I'm so bad at math. Was not 12 weeks. 
there's no way. It wasn't three months later. It was like a couple weeks later that we went to Palm Springs. So she was probably for sure pregnant. She just didn't tell anybody. Yeah. No, I mean, she looked, she looked great. I mean, everyone on that show is so pretty, but like, it's very interesting to see people, you know, like being there at that party, like real life versus, you know, reality TV. It's two totally different things to watch them film and then see how they edited the party. It had a totally different vibe, but the funniest was like, did you see that it was in Variety or Hollywood Reporter or one of those? Uh-uh. Caroline DeMore has unmasked party. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, it was the funniest thing. I'm like, what? I'm like, I had to go in like two days before to take a COVID test. Like what? Yeah, like they were, it was, they don't mess around. There's no way MTV would put themselves on the line. and Not, not in a million years. We had people, so at Jason's event, there were people that were kind of upset. Like, I can't believe that they had, like, all those old people at the event, and they were, like, it was freaking me out because of COVID. But, okay, mind you, if people had to be tested before, and they had to be tested at the event, so they had to wait outside for 20 minutes before they could even come inside to make sure that their test was still negative. So it was, like, extra, extra careful. <laughs> it's I thought it was nice that there were sort of older people. I thought that party was beautiful and I thought it was an important thing to celebrate. I really, I was actually like crying. There was something like really beautiful about watching him celebrate that milestone. And it's just, how is he doing? Incredible. I mean, I like look up to him. I'm like, can I, can I be like more like you? He's so active, so healthy, working out all the time, working with so many people to help, you know, save lives. It's like, Hi, amazing husband. No, he's great. He's doing really, really well. He'll be two years in December. I don't know the exact date, but two years sober in December, which is it's just kind of flown by. It's amazing. So. That's that's so incredible. He seems like a great husband. You seem like a great wife, like a great person, like a goofy person. Again, they're not showing that, not that's showing cool. that side. I really am. I'm like hilarious, really. But <laughs> – Audrina would know that. Audrina knows how funny I am. Oh my gosh. Wait, has any of the cast met Wyatt yet? Um, like through FaceTime, yeah. No, they're all coming to Delilah's birthday. So they'll see him there. And I think Caroline's coming over next weekend. Well, I'm really close with all them. We all talk. They were actually some of the first people. I text them all in the hospital and showed them a picture of Wyatt. Oh. So yeah. So all really close. I hope we get a third season because honestly, like – the girls are really close, like really, really close. So I'm hoping they will because I, I want that friendship to continue to grow, you know? Not like it's not going to without a show. I mean, we all are really close anyway, but it's cool to see it unveil even more on the show because you just get more comfortable with people. You share more stuff. It's We're finally in that rhythm, so I hope that we get another season because if not, then, then we'll just hang out outside it. <laughs> I mean, listen – they gave Families of the Mafia a third season, so I'm not too worried about you. Yeah, we did like, really well. We got, like, top ten cable shows. I think I think it's just, you know, I'd ask, like, are we going to get a third season? Is Do we have any idea? I think we'll know within the next month. I think they're just trying to figure it out budget-wise with everything that's going on with COVID still. Like, I just don't know. It's, it's a weird time, you know? It's a weird time in the world. So, I hope so. Oh, my gosh. 
Ashley Waller, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you, Amanda. Of course. This was this awesome. Was... I really appreciate it. I really appreciate you taking the time to look at the nursery. It means so much that you like it because I love it. And it just I'm really grateful with the space and I'm so happy the way it turned out.